Blue Wire. Welcome to Random Acts of Podcasting. My name is Ricky what? Smith. I am here with my good friend, Angel Gray, who uh, who's going to run point today. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to eighth man it. Eighth man it? All yeah, right, cool. Eight. Well, let me start off by saying, um, just the little things that you do just made me crack up. Like you start off laughing. I have no idea what you're laughing about, but <laughs> as we are once again, another week, another gray sky. And I'm like, there's nothing to laugh about. And no, you laugh, and I'm, I'm like, dang, I'm, it is something to laugh no, about. And you, little things like that make the world of a difference. It is, because we're funny people. And it's like, we literally <laughs> just had like one of the most depressing <laughs> conversations ever. However, you always make me like smile. So I was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I don't have to get up. Like, I'm, like it's, it's certain people, man, and I'm, I'm going through it right now a little bit, because people use the word friend. Like, that's my friend so lightly, and people don't know people. And I was mm-hmm. literally having this conversation with myself, because that's about all I talk to these days. And I was like, there's very few people that know me, like at the essence, like know me. You might know my persona, you might know like I'm loud, whatever, but you like genuinely know me. So it was like, if it was anybody else, I would have started a podcast. Like, hey, Ricky Smith here, Ron Rick's podcast. And I was like, nah, I don't have to do that with Angel. I'm like, this is Random X Podcast. I'm Rick. Here's Angel. <laughs> You're going to get the real right now. <laughs> Yeah, we're everybody's in this state. We're just all everybody's real. I thought it was very interesting just the other day. Uh, even when we were talking to Chris Webber, you're like, uh, "How are you doing this course?" You know what? I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about it. Like we're all struggling. Like people need to hear that. You don't understand how bad people need to hear that. I'm sick and tired of being like, "Hey, what's going on?" No. Yeah. Chill out. I am just gonna relax today mentally because I am not doing okay. Like looking yeah. at the news in itself. Over, like put you in a whole nother state and then not knowing if sports are coming back and then Dr. Fauci one day says, you know what? Your summer plans may be, you know, safe. We'll be good to go for, you know, summer vacation. And then he comes back just recently. He's like, I don't see this ending anytime soon. You're like, damn. You, you know what? <laughs> so now, you know what I've, you know what I've done though? I, I, I don't watch the news anymore. I haven't watched the news in at least, at least three weeks. So you're going to be the type of person that just looks out your window to see if everything's No, 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 no. I'm blessed. No, <laughs> I'm like, completely oh, no. I, I follow some replicable uh, Twitter accounts. I know I sound like AP. And then I have, I'm blessed to have a sister, brother-in-law, mother, buddy, Howard. And then I have my, Vince. We have Vince. So, like, I get direct information from them probably daily. And then everything else, I just, I just sit back. Like, when you guys tell me it's okay, I know my phone will probably go off or my mom will update me or Angel will be like, all right, free at last. I get that text. And I'm like, oh, I get a text from you like, Oh nope, it ain't good. And <laughs> I know. Nah, but I haven't watched the news, man. I don't. I don't watch the. Um, I don't watch the the daily updates that Donald Trump is doing. Like I don't get involved in. Like it's it's been oh, relaxing. Save your spare yourself. Yeah, it's been relaxing. I have been watching. I'm good at this. I have been watching the Jordan doc, or I should say the Bulls doc, the Last Dance. You've been watching it. Yeah. I. You know what? I like the fact that you said the Bulls documentary because I thought it was going to be all about Jordan and to be quite frank um, yeah I grew up and I was a little bit behind because I was in 80s baby you know just coming into when he just got started so was I relax well I don't know relax Relax. (laughs) yeah all right we'll touch on that later but so I am you know getting to see him at his best not just a clip or two or just on YouTube or something like that but seeing how he affected everybody else's game, how he just went after it. Right. Um, and so we understood who he was. 
in a sense. But now we're understanding what made him. Like his brother, I didn't know his brother was like five eight. Duncan is like yeah. he calls him the original Air Jordan, or you know, even the storytelling. I think that's what it comes down to. So, um, and even in my job, that's what people want to hear, right? They they know what people are doing out on the court, but it's just like the things behind the scenes that created that team, like getting Rodman out of the bed and, you know, even how they all gelled and seeing Rodman and how he transitioned from being one of the bad boys to now being on a team, you know, that hated him, you know, in a sense. So those are the stories that are really cool to see and um, kind of like witness unfold. So I'm on an island by myself, and I know I'm on an island. And I've, the first week I, I tweeted it, and it got – I kind of got yelled at. This week was a little less. I'm actually I'm I'm underwhelmed, but Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Because I was a huge Jordan fanatic, and so a lot of things that I'm seeing are things that I knew. But I just wanted Mm -hmm. them to kind of pull some more strings, and the things that I wanted to know, they like went right past. For example, and I I know it's a six part five or a ten part series, so they might go back in the way they're jumping all over the place, which I do like. But I wanted to know more about. Robin in Vegas. Like to me, that's a whole episode in itself. That's a movie. Right. I wanted to know, like, literally, they touched on it, but like that Phil Jackson thing doesn't sit with me. There's a bigger story there to me. Okay. Um, because you don't say, all right, we're gonna just swap out with a new coach. Like to me, it was just I want to know those like, like I know there's a there's an urban legend like Steve Kerr getting smacked by Jordan. Like it's just things that I know it's 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 ESPN, it's NBA, and I know it's things they have to protocol and Jordan have to prove and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But to me, I just want it not tabloidish, but just give me a like. For example, Jordan got you want world star. No, no, no. I'll give you, you I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Uh, Jordan used to wear gold chains because of him. Gold chains were banned in the NBA. A lot of people know that. Even his signature shoe was banned for a while. Like those are stories I would love to like hear the backstory. Even the Isaiah thing. Like, did Jordan really not let him on the dream team? Like, I just, just, I just need right. a little bit more. But, but to your point, but we're at episode four. You already said it, and I think we give it time, and then we debate. Like, what if we hit eight? And we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Now we have time. Now I can kind of like voice my opinion on this because you guys hyped this up to be like a tell-all. And honestly, it's just like something I can get in the children's section. And we know it was that that season was everything but, you know. So and I'll especially be, in a time where didn't, they didn't have social media. So right. you actually have an opportunity to really, you know, fish people in yeah. and real people in on those stories. You have to, that's you know. What I, that's what I was. Well, the last episode, I'll be honest with you. Um I was at the game where Michael Jordan hit the shot probably one a few times. Excuse me. Yeah, I heard you. Probably one a few times I think I've heard my dad swear. Um, It was the first time I actually watched the play since I was there. Like, I I literally had never watched it again besides, like, the physical, you know, the the replays or what they show. But, like, it hurts still. Like, it really hurt. Mm -hmm. Still hurts. Last I'm night, sorry. last night I had a lot of tequila, and I thought it was a smart idea to watch the entire game. Um, yeah, shouldn't have done. Well, it. that. I feel bad because I mean, obviously, you know, I'm I work with the team, but I'm friends with Larry Nance Jr. and his father, and you know, just going on saying, "Dang, he could have blocked the shot, Larry. What happened? I wish I could be there to see it." And then you kind of look back like, "Dang." It's probably still things. Maybe it's just like laughing, yeah. laughing at a joke with your best friend, but it's about them, and you're like, "Oh, they're not laughing." Well, everything not, good. Not to sound super <laughs> cheesy, but we have a friend of show, 
Here we go. Who was on the other side? Hey. I want to call him. Hold on one second. One second. Guys, hold on, hold on. You hear me? Everybody Brad, hear me? I can hear you. Okay, okay, okay. Here I am. What's up, Angelique? How are you? Oh, oh he used the government. Okay. He's the government name. You know what? And that's how you know politics are in your background. <laughs> that's right. He went he formal. my third grade transcript. Angel just, you, better know, you better know your personnel. <laughs> hey, Brad. Angel just set up. She just set up. Like, oh, oh I got I to gotta work today. <laughs> I literally was like, let me put my glasses on. All right, we're good. Yeah. I got to fine. She, she, yeah, she's regretting. She's regretting doing this interview in a row. She's like, dang, I, I should have should have dressed up. Greg, <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, Warren's going to be prepared, right? This she's is true, Mrs. Prepared. Sellers. This, this, for everybody tuning in, this is Brad Sellers, friend of family. I actually have the distinction. Uh, do you, do you want to brag a little bit about your, your daughter? What's going on? Nah, listen, I got a, I got a couple of neophytes out here training in, in basketball to be uh, the best they can be. I got a young one, and my youngest is uh, youngest of four is headed to University of Maryland for her college career now. So, well, well, she will be in a year. She's just a junior now, but she, you know, they're trying at it, Rick. They do it. They try to do a good job. Uh, Angel, okay. Angel, I would like to <laughs> Angel and Brad. I would like to. Um, so, Brad, you, you kind of know this about me. You know my family pretty well. We, we know each other pretty well. Just so you know, uh, everything's always about me. So the only reason why I ask you about your kids is because do you remember their first uh, baseball coach? Oh, Rick, you were the coach. There we go. Matter Angel, fact, I was looking at you. Had, you had my third oldest, Shaylin. I was go. looking at a picture in the purple uniform the other day. There you go. Because your sister, your sister sponsored the team. Come there on you. now, Rick. Angel, did you know that? Did you know that, Angel? <laughs> I did not know that, and I feel like I will hear more, even if I don't. No, no. Angel, she, Angel so, so Rick was, he had his hands in many things. And so, uh, he actually, I think that was the first, no, that was the second. That was the second organized sport. Uh, no, 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 you were right. Let's, let's go with the first. The first sounds better, Brett. First sounds right, better. Perfect. Okay, first. All right, first. All right, so, so, we play a little softball for Rick, and so, uh, but, you know, she's playing at Purdue Fort Wayne now on a Division One college scholarship, so. I mean, it all works out well. For, for softball? <laughs> no, no, for basketball. Oh, I was that good. See, so, yeah. She's, but she yeah. was much no, you better. Got, you, got, you got her active, yeah. then yeah. I had to get her yeah. funneled. Yeah, I started again. <laughs> you should be following her career, but that's neither here nor there. Angel, so, you know what? I'm going to leave that out there. Sometime. If you really cared as a coach, and we're learning that as years go by, <laughs> players coach. You know, they, they uh, you know, you know, contact you, with one another. You know, you know the rest. Angel, how you doing? How you doing in Cleveland? Doing good. I, I see you. I see you all the time from the studio. <laughs> well, that's nice. I mean, it's good to be seen. I, um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, this being my second year in yeah. Cleveland, the first one. Um, everything just kind of happened so fast, and so it's just like hit the ground running. Literally, my first day here, like bags and everything. I was like living out of a hotel. The first day I got here was like at night. Um, slept over. The next day we flew to Toronto for our first road trip. Because uh, we didn't open up um, at the time at the queue, right? Um, right. So just just jumping straight into it, you know. Obviously, um, you know, at that time we had a different coach, we had like different players that were moving in and out. So it was just learning a lot on the fly, um, and then it became 
well, what's the, what about the city? Like, what are you learning about the city? So everything <laughs> at first was just like basketball, 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 which, I mean, you already know, 82 games yeah. in a season. You don't have much time to do um, anything else. But I quickly realized that with the, the thing that keeps me sane, obviously, Ricky is, uh, I guess, a part of this, and I won't repeat that. Just the people here, the food here, um, and just the hospitality here, I've grown to love. And so, yeah, it, it's it's been awesome. I wish there were a little bit more sunny days, but I mean, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Little, little different, little different than Tallahassee. Right? It's a little <laughs> different than Tallahassee, where I had to walk around campus with an umbrella, um, <laughs> a and a little different from Atlanta, where it's just sunny uh, most right. days, and different from LA. So, <laughs> I mean, well, we, we, we appreciate you because you know that. Uh, so you know, I'm on the radio side of it, and so uh, we see we see your work. Your work is excellent. Right. Your work is excellent, and then uh, you bring a, another perspective to this organization. And uh, I think that when you guys, uh, you John, AC, and all of together, get to mm-hmm. get to going, you guys are doing that one, one heck of a job. You know, and, I, I uh, think carrying the flag well. <laughs> I, I really do. Seriously, I really appreciate that. Um, it's good to hear that from obviously someone that means a lot, not only to the city but to um, just the franchise as well. You want to hear those things because I mean, this is something where you put your blood, sweat, and tears into things. So, um, thank you very much. Right, no problem. <laughs> and, and in this league, uh, Ricky sometimes gives me a hard time. So, I mean, I'm just going to take a, a compliment wherever I can get it. But I do want to touch on this too because you mentioned just, you know, how. AC, Campy, even um, Mike Fratello jumping in there. But yeah. just your transition from being a player to now working in, you know, you you wear many hats, but just like on the radio side and yeah. um, just still staying active within the community. Uh, what was that transition like for you? Well, it was, you know, <laughs> I guess uh, it was <laughs> it's different, right? It's been, it's been great, actually. And it was been great, you know, because uh, I was, a, I think I was about four or five months into retirement. Uh, from my last years of playing, and in 2000, the congresswoman for this district, Marsha Fudge, was mayor of Windsor Heights, and she invited me to a meeting. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about working on a project. That meeting quickly turned into uh, her pitching a job opportunity and, you know, talking about working in government and then doing economic development for her. And I had never really talk, thought about it, talk, uh, talked about it at least, and and the first time, the first time I remember Angel was this, and Rick, Ricky this. How much does that job pay? <laughs> I was coming, I was coming from a little different place. <laughs> That's all well and fine. And I was like, uh... I'm not sure you're working for me well. <laughs> and so we talked about it maybe about another three or four months, and then she. She she laid me with a, a guilt rock around my neck and said, well, "What you gonna do for your own people?" Right. Mm. Wow. And I went on and thought about it. I was like, "You're right. Let me really. I've done some things, but I could do some more." And so I came and I said, "Okay, I'm only gonna do it for a year or two, and then I'm gonna move on." Right. I've been here 20 years, girl. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Wow crazy but it's been good you know and and ricky and uh, and angel i'll tell you this you know what i sometimes is amazed at angel you know it's hard for people to make the transition from sports to right. other things they seem to get people seem to get caught in a calling a time warp or a, just a no man's land or no woman's land where 
they're not really not really sure what to do, right? And uh, fortunately for me, I came from a family, mother, father, I always believed in everybody working. So that when you look at look under me and see how many different hats I'm holding, because <laughs> they believe it. Everybody working. You're not working this summer. <laughs> You're going to work, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, mom, I'm going to, I'm going to work, mom. <laughs> I think, I think too, it's hard for athletes because I don't know many professions where you deteriorate or are retired on someone else's terms in front of everybody, but at the age of, in your 30s. You know, if a doctor's yeah, not doing mm-hmm. well, he knows it's time to, you know, he has an exit plan. or Like, it could be just thrown at you. And next thing you know, you're 32, 33. And that's if you make it that long. You know, if you're 24, yeah, 25, yeah. you've been the best everything you've ever done from first grade, fifth grade, high school, college, pros. And now, you know, something happens and you you, you didn't think about plan C because this is all you've known and whatever. So oh, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. It's, but it, it is good to see nowadays with so many jobs open up or I think leagues like the NBA, I know the NFL in particular does, you know, uh, grad school opportunities or internships for a lot of the athletes or they're there, you know, more now than it was maybe 15, 20, 30, especially 50, 60 years ago. See, I don't know who was playing you 60 years to, ago, but. You have to say, you know, someone who is, is, is incumbent upon the person to take some initiative too. So I don't think Andrew Gray becomes uh, a top reporter uh, in this league or any other in the college league or WNBA unless he's done without being aggressive out here. You got to be aggressive and try to go after these jobs because nobody's going to just come knock. Sometimes they come knocking. Let me take that back. Most times they don't. (laughs) But you have to be good at your craft, right? So I would tell you, Ricky, you know, for me, people always ask me being mayor, right? It is really, this is no different to me than police in the locker room. Hmm. Knowing your personnel, knowing how to get the most out of your teammates, Knowing how to push yourself and tell the tell the rest get ye behind me, right? <laughs> it is it is the same. It's the same principle. So everything I've learned along the way from all my endeavors is in, in sports, I really just in a culmination just bring it to one point, and I always go back to those roots to try to navigate any issues that I have around here. I think that's a great point. It's so funny because I was just having this conversation earlier today um, with one of my colleagues, and even with a few of um, my mentees. So they're like, um, they, they two student athletes graduating, trying to put their resume together. And they're like, we don't know what to put on there. I was like, what are you talking about? You have a world of experience in like teamwork. What has being a student athlete taught you? Yes. You just, you know, hit the nail right on the head. of just like how that embodies everything that you see in the workforce, like in, in the field in corporate America. They want to see how well you work with one another. Are you self-motivated? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you seeing it through? Do you know how to set a goal? Have you completed a goal? Like, what does that look like? And are you ambitious enough to go after it in that competitive drive? That's what they want to see, and that's why they hire, you know, student athletes. So it's, it's incredible. I love the stories of people that have made it beyond ball. I mean, obviously, you want to hear the fact that, you know, um, you know, uh, Andre Vidal is, that is tapped into, like, uh, Silicon Valley. And how right. guys are like doing other things while they're still players and being those examples of we are more than just athletes. And you hear the term all the time, but it really takes a lot of thought and uh, trust in yourself to understand you bring so much to the table um, outside of just being an athlete. Yeah, you got to, to, to just coach on your point. You, you have to know how to, to position yourself so that um, you can get ahead. Because one thing that, you know, women, Man, you know you can get you know you can be you can be scared, right? Because 
you're unsure of this next phase, which way to go, right? Because you've done one thing so long that, you know, there's, there's some there's some unknown fear in it because I mean, you, you, you question yourself in the beginning, am I cut out to do this? Am I going to make it? Am I going to be successful? But you have to use those same things, those same traits and, and, and that you use in sports and say, okay, I'm going to go out here and attack. I'm going to be motivated to go out here and attack. Nobody's going to outwork me. That's not going to happen here, right? And then if I do get beat, I'm going to come back and study it. I'm going to come back and then I'm going to beat the crap out of you the next time because I'm going to study the case, right? And so there's some life lessons in here. And then I try to make sure I convey that to the, to the young people around because they always ask me, first of all, how much is it say? Well, it's all relative. <laughs> it's, just, it's all relative, right? I said, you want to you want to position yourself that that you are making a difference. So I said it's not always about the money; it's about are you making a difference? Are you happy at the end of the day? And you go home and say, I enjoy what I do. But I can tell you this, Rick. I can tell you this. I enjoy this just as much, if not more, than hooping. And you know I love hooping. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I get a fulfillment out of this every day. I do because it's real things for real people. You see a real, you see a real difference being made. And people here, most people don't go around and say, "Can I get a million dollars?" Right? They don't. Want, it's the little things they want in life. With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think that there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you could bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, Stock Prices, and even Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Go to BetOnline.com. Dot ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance and the bedroom to another level. They got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra, it's the Alice, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. Mm-hmm. You could take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting for some pharmacy lines. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com. Dot com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHU.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. Uh, <laughs> because I got I to gotta be honest with you, last night um, I drank some tequila and uh, I, watched, <laughs> I, watched, I watched for the first time since that day in May. Let's get to it. <laughs> I watched the shot. I watched the entire game. Yeah. Uh, my dad, who you are very fond of, who who, who loves oh, to yeah. talk to you about. Your parents. I love your parents. My dad, first time I ever heard him swear ever was at the <laughs> shot. Um, we were there at Richfield Coliseum. Um, I'll be honest with you. I know I joke a lot. I'm silly, comedian, whatever. I watched the last dance. Have you been watching that by any chance? 
Yeah, I'm going to Come on. I'm, okay. I'm watching the thing for several weeks. I'm watching okay. this because I, I felt it was going to be good. <laughs> Come on. And you don't watch it so there's no revisionist history in this thing, right? <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. And, so and, and the last thing I've been telling people I watched, I was talking to Jerry Brimbley on ESPN the other day. I'm watching to make sure there's no knife in nobody's back coming. Right. Well, sound like Horace Grant. They about to, they about to throw him under the bus the next episode. So after the first four episodes, my friends are like, so far, so good. I'm like, yep. So Poor I'm, few. I'm, I'm glad Poor you, few I'm, people. I'm glad you guys are both laughing, and this is great for you guys to watch it. Okay. Um, Brad, I got, I got like five questions. I've never even talked about this yeah. before. How do how do you want to how do you want to do this? Do you want to just walk us through the time? Yeah, let's, set, let's set let's set the backdrop. Okay. So I'm sure Angel knows, everybody listening knows. Yeah, the, the shot scenario they play at every playoff time NBA. I, I mean, it's like it's an endless loop thing going on, right? It never ends. The loop never ends. Um, here's, here's the game five of a five game series where the Cavaliers have beat the Bulls. Doing a regular six season, times, six, six times, zero. six times, six times. I'm very familiar. I mean, this wasn't even close. I mean, it was so bad. We came into town painting our shoes black just to have some gimmick <laughs> wow. to try to trick them. Brad, I, I go a step further, and just so you know, the last game of the season, the Cavs played the Bulls. The Cavs set all the starters and still yeah. won. Oh, here, Chicago Tribune wow. on our way on, on our way to flying from Cleveland. I mean, from. So we opened up in Cleveland, from Chicago to Cleveland. The, the headline of Tribune was Bulls will lose in three. That's what the headlines were, right? And they referenced it in the in the last dance, right? Uh, Sam, the writer, was like, Bulls in three. I mean, going down, going down, right? And so it's tough because Angel Island grew up 15 minutes from the place, <laughs> right? So the scene of the crime was 15 minutes from my house here in Warrensville. Right. Or my mother's house again. And Oak, Oak was on the team too. So that's two Cleveland boys, right? Yeah. And so we were sitting there. No, no, Oak wasn't there for shot. Okay. He wasn't there okay. for shot. Okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. It's Cartwright. Cartwright. So, my bad. My bad. Right. So it's Cartwright. So uh, this thing <laughs> this thing is lived in infamy. Because <laughs> it never quite seems to go away. And Andrew, to be honest with you, I try to keep my head down. Because <laughs> right. it's, it's painful to a lot of people around here. <laughs> And my and my participation in it has stirred up some feelings. <laughs> you, you laughing too hard, Bobby? My head down, like just tell the story, Brad. Please, let's get to the story. Listen, so the thing was set up. It was the greatest, the greatest. It's, 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 I would say this. I've been in a lot of great games. That five game series was the greatest atmosphere I think I've yeah. ever played. Yeah. I mean, twenty one thousand in Cleveland every night, and this thing was the Coliseum was a different place. It had a reverberation off the roof. I mean, I don't think I ever heard a place louder. Because I watched, right? like I said, I watched and it yesterday. It was, it was. I had never watched. Like Andrew, if you get a chance, YouTube it is still is grind. But the whole game is there. Like the backstory of Mark Price didn't play game one. Craig Elo came went crazy right. in the fourth Injury. quarter. Yeah, Craig Elo had like fifteen. Was going back and forth with Jordan. Like it was, it was a wild. Like yeah, you're right. But the, the loudness, even like it, it was the playoff atmosphere, made me miss LeBron. But that's a whole other story. So I was double set yesterday. But proceed. The only thing that the, the, the one thing that I do remember, obviously, know how it all ended, right? The one thing I I, I inevitably remember is this: when he hit that shot, well, two things. When Elo makes the layup at the end, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm walking to the mm-hmm. sideline. Right, I'm walking to the sideline. I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, okay? 
I said to myself, oh, we're going to come this way and we're going to lose this thing. That's what I said. Welcome to the sideline. It was one of three kicks on the clock level. Come on. Yeah. You need a miracle here. Because everybody know where the ball is going. Right? You don't need a miracle here. And so, so, so walk us through we it. Come out to lock, it, it. We come no, out to huddle. We'll go back to the huddle. Can you Ricky, go to the huddle? Ricky, 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 Ricky. No, I want to go to the huddle. Sorry. Tell, sorry. No, 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 The huddle is pandemonium. They didn't even talk about this, Angel, in the thing. They didn't even talk about it. I mean, because, you know, it's a lot going on. We we have no timeouts left, right? And so we have no timeouts left. And Doug's like, Brad, you got it out. I'm like, great. You give it to me. Right. So this next thing I thought about, Angel, I swear to you, I swear to you, Rick, this is what I said to myself. If I don't get this ball to this boy, it's going to be a problem for me back in Chicago. <laughs> and so as I'm walking out, Mike says to me, he said, listen, just stay with me. I'm going to get free. Mm. I'm like, okay. Because nobody else, look at the tape, you guys. Nobody else wants that ball. <laughs> oh, I saw, no, I saw somebody run away from like People run away from the I won't even call any names, Rick. <laughs> oh, I saw it. No, I watched it like 10 times yesterday. I rewound it. I'm like, here, they literally were going to corners, Angel. <laughs> There's some big time people running away. <laughs> I've never seen Mark Price lock like, somebody up. Mark Price, like, I, again, no names. Mark Price has somebody like locked up. They were like, oh, I'm, I'm not open. <laughs> I'm sitting here. And you know the count. Thousand one. Thousand one, thousand two, thousand three. I like, oh Lord, he still ain't got free. <laughs> thousand four. We about to eat this ball, <laughs> and he shoved, he he shoved Nance at the end to get free. Shoved him, <laughs> and I delivered that thing in a tight window, and it seemed like a slow motion. He hit that shot, and I told you it was twenty one thousand pandemonium in there, right? When he hit that shot, Rick, you know it. Mm-hmm. Dead silence in that place. Yeah. Section, section 131 was with, with my family, Jordan family, and the few Bulls fans that we had there. 131 went ballistic. And the rest of the place was dead dog silent. <laughs> I'll never forget it. And you were the first one, too. Oh, just a, listen. I was just so happy to get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you, oh, my, my man. My man. <laughs> <laughs> You're like if he missed it. If he missed it or not, I I did what I was supposed to do. He got the ball. <laughs> so obviously, you are close with these guys. And on the other yeah. hand, and I think it's so uh, funny because we're just talking about it. I text uh, Larry Nance Jr. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh man, I wish I could see your dad right now. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I don't. But yeah. have you talked to this at all? Well, I, you know, I you know, know everything. I talk on. Because I grew up with these guys, right? I grew up with them. When Larry was here, I'm playing against them, right? Even afterwards, we playing. I see Larry at AU games in the summertime, right? And so last year, Angel, we were on the uh, the Cav Insider Show, right? Mm-hmm. And it was Craig on the phone, Larry, and myself. And I, I, I had to ask. I said, Larry, let me tell you something. 30 years, this is 30 years ago. Knowing what you know today, would you have played it the same way? Because I couldn't believe that they didn't have Larry or me on the ball to block my vision, right? That's the biggest screw-up they did, right? Mm-hmm. And so they went to double-team Larry with, I mean, Michael with Larry and Craig. And then Larry told me this. I said, knowing what you know now, would you still do it? Would you still play it the same way? Larry says, I absolutely would play it the same way. 
And I said, why would you do that? You know the result. He said, because I'm a pro player. I was better be able to stay with somebody for three seconds. I, 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 just, I just shut my mind. I like the truth. <laughs> true, but my goodness. Wow. Like, I mean, wow. and he it's talked true. about it. He said, I went for the fake at half court. And that's where he yeah. was like, and I put, you know, Elo in a, in a tough position. But he takes the fall for it. But he was like, it was, it was, I take Craig, the blame. Angel, Craig was lost from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they should, I'm going to hear nothing against Craig. They should have had Ron on, on MJ, not Craig, right? Right. No question. They should have put the two most athletic people because you know it's a shakedown coming, right? Right. Yeah. You know it's a shakedown coming. So somebody better have some wiggle in their game. And what's what's lost too to me with the doc is like Harp was that guy. Like yeah. Harp rookie season, like Harp would go back and forth with Jordan. Mind you, Jordan's Jordan, but like Harp would give oh, yeah. Harp would give him the business. Yeah. So it was like it already kind of. We set that franchise back. Ricky, what would you say? At least 10, 11 years. Oh, it, 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 to this day. They, they blew it up the next year. That Danny Ferry trade. trade the Danny, the Danny mm-hmm. Ferry yep. trade was the worst. Blew it up. Danny, trade, Danny Ferry to the, to the Clippers. And, but, but my dad to this day still has an article, I kid you not, where Magic Johnson said the Cavs will be the team of the 90s. Listen, wow. Angel, Angel, that team with, with, with uh, and Rick, no, mm-hmm. with Price, Harper, Elo, Sanders, Nance, Doherty, you didn't even hot say. Rod. I was about to say hot rod. That, that, thing, rod. That, that thing was working. I mean, I mean, you couldn't come down the lane on no finger roll. What happened? Mm-hmm. They would come to get it. <laughs> I would argue so, that that team they just, was was oh, better. That than, team, that team yeah. was destined to crack the cold. Yes, yeah. it was. I don't know why they panicked after that, right? And they're like, because in all essence, he misses that shot. The cast stay intact. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. No, it, wow. it literally. To this day, I kid you not, like, Angel, like, my dad, like, Cavs, old school fans, Tate, like, that change, like, I don't know why. And, and at the time, like, Danny Ferry said he didn't want to play in the NBA, so, like, they worked it out. So, like, even just on a trade basis, you trade a two-guard for, uh, like, a, a a stretch four at the time that wasn't even in a, a position. So, like, even logistically, like, we still would need a two. Then they try to get, like, Jerry right. Wilkins. It just got strange, like, for no reason. Like, like you said, for no reason. Like, we did – in one in one draft, we got Doherty, Harper, and Price. Like, in one draft. Right. Wow. Angel, before, before um, Ron blew his knee up, mm-hmm. Ron Harper blew his knee up, he was Jordan White. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he was. Wow. Yep. Yep. Yes, he, yes, he was. I mean, freakish. Real freakish. Yeah. Right? And he was getting better. Yeah. Because before, when he got traded to the Clippers, before he blew his knee out in L.A., he was, what was he going for, 40, 45? Yeah. No, he was doing, he was doing, but, 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 but he was going to, like, stills, like, like, his defense. Like, his, to me, his defense was... Up there. I mean, even in the later years, you saw like Jordan had him with with the Bulls and yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Lakers. But his yeah. defense, like his his tenacity, like it, like I tell you, Angel, like he would go back and forth with Jordan. Like mind you, I'm, I'm a little kid at the time, just being a homer. But like we had Hart number four, they had Jordan. Like what we go, yeah. and then we beat him six yeah. times. So it was like we got we yeah. got Hart. Like what's up? Yeah. He had the swag. Yeah. He had the uh, he had the well, here. the personality. You saw Michael. You saw you saw Michael refer to it in in, in the piece. Right? Yeah. Sure did. I think I can listen to these stories seriously all day because 
now it's not just like um, being played because obviously I'm from Atlanta, so you're hearing like spoken stories there. But Steve Smith, all those guys go through their journey. But when you yeah. think about the Cavs, like I didn't know the greatness outside of you know my generation and seeing like LeBron, right. Right. And everything I, that Andrew, he made I, Cleveland. I, I, I like, and I, I, I again, I know I joke a lot. I know I'm silly. Me watching that game yesterday, and then remembering the backstory. Mark Price didn't play the first game. He he hurt right. his groin, and then Elo like Elo was a guy that got off the street because uh, somebody yeah, was yeah, like the team he came to get like picked they, up in like the CBA. Yeah, hundred percent. Like they, and then you had Lenny Wilkins, who at the time was probably one of the greatest coaches. Like he's in the Hall of Fame as a player mm-hmm. and a coach. Yep. Angel, so you know you talk about Smitty them down in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. So and you know you talk about Cleveland, people think about LeBron's team and the championship here, which was a great team. There was a team before that championship team that should have that everybody here thought was going to be a champion. I mean, there was a team. It was solid. I mean, you had. They had nine players in the rotation, nine mm-hmm. that played, that could play, right? And so it always—if you weren't here then, you don't know it. And people of our generation, we saw it, right? It's just like I'm talking to my own kids, right? So my my daughters who are basketball aficionados, right? They they grew up with LeBron, seeing all that, right? And then, but in this tape of these these two Sundays that have just passed. As they know, they know Mike. Obviously, they know my relationship with everybody. Mm-hmm. Now they start to see his greatness, right? And you, they give you the full story, front, front to back, side to side. His greatness, right? And I said, because my youngest said, "Dad, they, they're, they're great players. They're in different areas. I said, "They're great players, but make no mistake about it. He's the greatest I've seen wow. all." <laughs> I think it's interesting uh, just coming here. This is the 50th season of the Cavs franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are coming back. And, um, you know, you get to see all these faces and hear all these stories of people that have been here and, you know, put everything into the franchise. But you're learning. Like, I'm learning on the go. And so just from, like, the GMs and, like, the owners and how, you know, people with Richard Coliseum and who those people and AC and who you play for. And mm-hmm. The day when I saw... Coach Lenny Wilkins, uh, Elo walking in the in the hallway, and honestly, you walked past. I was like, "Who's this guy?" Then we had Larry Nance and Mark Price, and I remember them saying, "Angels, as before pre-tip, we're going to grab Mark Price and then uh, Larry Nance Jr. and they're going to get uh, you know Coach Wilkins in the back, and then Elo's walking in the back, and they're like, oh, he's the one on the side.'" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" To get all this now is the most insane thing ever because it's just like. You are the luckiest person in the room. Angel, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. Or the most, or the most that I eat. I'll give you something. Like everybody's back. I'll give you something even crazier. I'm saying what was even crazier was like Kevin Johnson got drafted the next year, and we yeah. we traded like before Larry Nance got traded for uh to right. for Phoenix for for Kevin Johnson. We were so stacked. Yeah. Like Steve, was here. Yeah. Steve Kerr was on the Cavs. <laughs> like our teams yeah. were so good. They were like we you not like. Oh, it was man. I talk, I'm walking. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this, right? This is what I'm going to tell you. The uh, I give all the kudos to the Cavs uh, front office there now because Angel they had to mend a lot of fences here. Hmm. Yeah, they had to mend a lot of fences, right? And it's one thing you can see 
The old school guys, if you can't tell anything for one thing, old school guys can carry some grudges. <laughs> right. Oh yeah! Oh no! You don't yes, even have to that one. I'm gonna take a step further. Old school black man. Get everybody back in this building. They'll get everybody back in this building, right? They had to mend a lot of fences, right? And and it wasn't so much mending the fences. They had to do some outreach, right? Mm-hmm. And let them know that people were still part of the family, right? And that's all they wanted, right? The the, the day because as I look at my own teammates, right? You see, you see, Mike still salty at Isaiah, right? Yeah. That's still going on. I was like, dude, we got grandkids now. You still on that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you still on that, huh? I said, and you see, Phil, uh, Phil, uh, not Phil, uh, Doug Collins still salty at Phil, right? <laughs> Did you feel that? Yeah. No, it. it I didn't. Cause Cause, I didn't even know. He thinks, thinks, yeah. he does think does thinks that Phil back Doherty. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was his assistant. Right, well, but you know, this is here the nature of this business, right? So it's like a trade, right? I, come on, we're, we're 30 years now, right? But we can, you know, I said until there's outreach, right, to really mend defenses, right? Because I, I can say this I played with both Michael and Isaiah, right? Mm-hmm. And at the core, the core of being of both people, they're all pretty good dudes, if they are. Do you think yeah, Isaiah? When I sit here and see. Yeah. You think Isaiah deserved? Isaiah deserve, deserve, done some things. Yeah. You think he deserved to be on the dream team? Mike done some things. He has too. Right. So I was reminded of how Isaiah didn't make the dream team. Do you think he deserved? Did Isaiah deserve to be on the dream team? Yeah. I remember this time. Isaiah Thomas was one of the baddest players I ever played in this game. Right. Absolutely. I didn't appreciate it until I got to Detroit. Of course. <laughs> he, was, he was, he was, you know, I was so much caught up in the bad boy thing because, you know, I was from Chicago. We hated Detroit. Right. Right. So I had a dislike and a disoriented viewpoint from the beginning. And when I left Detroit, let me tell you something. <laughs> Forget their public persona. Isaiah Thomas is a good guy. Dumar is obviously a good guy. Yeah. McGuire is a good guy. Rodman is a good guy. Sally good guy. Here and here's your kicker, Lambeer. Yeah, good guy. Now on the floor might be different. <laughs> he got this other persona they got to live into, right? Right. They have built this. They they have built this persona out here, and they, they they're living into it, right? But when you get them off of that and back to being one on one, just like the three of us are talking right now, good people. When when uh, my daughter was getting recruited. Uh, just a few months ago, maybe a month ago, who called me and sent me a video? Isaiah, come on, come on, send it on down here to IU. Wow. I'm telling you, these, that, that's why it's so funny to me watching it because I know who everybody really is, right? And so it's, it's only going to get better here the next three Sundays, right? They say Mike gonna really cut loose here. I'm waiting to see that. Yeah, that's, that's what I need. <laughs> uh, I got two questions I'm for you. I'm hoping to see oh. some footage. I'm so sorry. No, go, 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 I'm hoping go. to see some footage because um, obviously we, we want to tell all. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I want. Like I need more. I need the Vegas we, story. Hopefully we see. I mean, if I know you don't want you to throw anybody under the bus, but some of your favorite Actually, we do. We do want your you favorite to. Your Jordan Shorter. <laughs> <laughs> because even you were part of, you know, even, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like even the Jay Krause and like, yeah. <laughs> I think it was bullying there, but just how he wanted to be involved with everybody and even the trade rumors with Pippen. 
Uh, um, well, what what was you know, that like? Well, you know, it was here. It was, first of all, I tell people it was a different time, right? It was a different time. It really wasn't free agency out there like like it is now. The salaries obviously weren't there. I think my first year, Angel, Angel Michael was only making five seventy five. <laughs> that's all he was making, right? And I'm, I don't say like it's that's all, right? But in today's scheme, right? <laughs> you were right? you were uh, and, what ninth pick, ninth? Yeah, that was a, that was a three three seventy five salary, right? That's how I knew how much because he was making two hundred more than I was like. Uh, and the, the the funny thing about it is this. We were young. We were 21, 22, 23 years old living in Chicago. You got a guy from North Carolina, one from Arkansas, one from Georgia, two from Cleveland, right? We were just, we were, Chicago's a big major market with, with big things, right? Yeah. Component things going on, right? And we just living there. We just having fun. We, we had no real idea. We just loved the place. We had no real idea that this thing was building as it built, right? Obviously, when you got into it, you know it was something then because Chicago folks let you know. But there's some stories here. And so when you sit here, and I was talking about Karen Grudges, three years ago, was it three or four years ago, Jerry Cross passed away, right? So I was broadcasting. Uh, I was broadcasting, obviously, here for the Cavs. And Krauss' wife reaches out to the Cavs organization and says she wants me to come to the service in Chicago. I had not been to Chicago in some years, right? But Jerry's the guy who drafted me, right? Jerry was the one that said, when we draft you, you're going to be a seven-foot small forward in this league. And I was like, I'm going to be what? He said, you're going to be a seven-foot small forward. So small forward, that's time was six, 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 seven, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, how, how are we going to do that, Jerry? He said, because you can shoot it, you can bring the ball up, you can rebound. He said, you are about to be the new, this is Jerry Russell. You are about to be the new prototype of this league because this league is about to change. That's, this is 86, Angel. Oh. Now, Doug Collins was old school. He like, you doing what? What are you doing? What? No, we're not doing that. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> no, no, this, no, no. We ain't going to part of no freak show here. This is not going to be a freak show here. You're going to go down here and do what you're supposed to be doing. Right? And so... Uh, as I look at it now, that's all they do. Yeah. PBR Armstrong tells me all the time, yeah. you're about 10, 12 years ahead of your time, son. <laughs> you're just two, 10, 10, 12 yeah. years ahead of your time. And so, but I was talking about 30 years. So at his service, Jerry Krause, except for Michael, had a hand in everybody's ascension in this league. And everybody benefited from it, okay? From his pulling them in, driving Central Arkansas, Clemson, Ohio State, Virginia Union, right? Bulls in the whole group. I've always been taught, you know, when somebody passed away that you have respect for, you go and pay your respects. Right? I was disappointed, surely disappointed, surely disappointed. And when I got to Chicago, that everybody didn't show. I won't call any names, but there were some people that should have showed. Right? And because I'm always like this, leave your BS at the door. <laughs> And then on your way, I'll grab your baggage and keep it moving, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're going to come in here because I don't care what you thought about, my man. I don't care how this, this, the, the nature of this business can be ratty. <laughs> it can be ratty. <laughs> Pay your respect because your life today, I'm sure, is a lot better than when you walked in the door here off the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And I like, so let me tell you who's there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Let me, let me pull the roster up. Let me, let me pull the roster up. I'll tell you who, I was, who was there. <laughs> Myself, Charles Oakley, Bill Cartwright, Pete Myers, Jess Robin, Jeff Sanders, Paxton, um, Bill Winnington, um, who else? I think I'm missing one other. Two, I think I'm missing two others. But the names you're looking for, as you can tell from that documentary, they, they probably wasn't there. <laughs> do you do you think that he? Naturally, you just said what you said. But do you think he got a worse rap than like? Do you think some of it might have been? A friend of mine said he thought the owner should have got that. That Jerry was just doing the owner's work. Uh, you know, listen. Jerry and Jerry had a good relationship, working relationship with one another. The one thing that Jerry Cross was, he could he could find talent. But it was a different time here, right? The Dan Gilberts weren't here. The Mark Cubans weren't here. That ownership, those ownership groups weren't here. They were old school guys in an old school business that had shareholders there and they cared about one thing. We're gonna make a profit and the profit's not gonna come on the sale of the franchise. Right? We're running this like a business. Right, so they had everything tight. So what happened was, at the end, as it was getting long in the tooth, if you know the Reinsdorfs, and listen, <laughs> they don't care. We're moving on, right? Yeah, yeah. You see what it said? Okay, we got six championships, five championships. We're that's moving crazy on. To me. That's crazy. I don't give you one eighty-two games. We still moving on. That's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> and that's what they do because they're old school like that, right? Like, Michael didn't really get a real, a, a big, big super paycheck until his last year, last deal, right? Because Mike never went in to renegotiate his deal, unlike Scotty, right? And so, it's just funny. I mean, I watch it. It's, it's a different era now. So, you can't you can't really com- compare it, but it's, it's different. But the story is angry to your point. <laughs> That's another reason I watch it. What are you actually right. going to tell today? I got, I got, I got two questions for that you. That is One, coming in the next two episodes. Oh, good, good, because that's what I need. No, I, this Horace Grant part is about to be because I, I told Angel just being a fan. I was, um, of course, a lot of people my age were a super fan of Mike, so a lot of these stories I already kind of knew, but I wanted a little uh-huh. bit more. But I know it's ten parts. But I got two questions. One is, it could be taken the wrong way, which I apologize in advance. Um, yeah. But whatever, we're family. Um, yeah. What is it like being a, I guess, role player, but 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 not being like not being the superstar, if you will. Like, do you wake up and say, "I want to work well, harder"? It, or are you it, cool? It, just it, it, well, here, no, because you know, I, I, I came out, of, well, I came out, I'll say, twenty-two and thirteen tonight, right? right? That's right. my, that's what I knew, right? I got to Chicago, obviously, we had a different schedule. It's all about where you go and how you It's like a piece of a puzzle, right? You have to fit into that piece of the puzzle slot. And if you don't, you know, it's different. The other thing is, and you, know, I, you can probably relate to this. I say this. It's the antimatter world, right? I came in as a guy who was a team player. Like, I wasn't a guy that was going to shoot 30 times, 28 times, right? I feel bad if I had like 16, 17 shots. I want to be a 15. I want to be 10 for 17, 12 for 7. Because I can still get my 30. I don't need 30 attempts to get it, though, right? Right. And so uh, when I got here, I felt like, okay, I'm coming in. I'm going to do what I normally do. This is all I've been doing all my life. It's always going to work out. Well, that league is different. 
Yeah. <laughs> they re- they respect numbers. <laughs> they didn't have the triangle offense. Just mm-hmm. when, you were <laughs> when I was playing with Mike the first year, you know what it was? Ricky said, you know what they used to call us? It was Jordan and the Jordanaires. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just, well, what are we supposed to do? Go around and chase down all these balls? That's what we're going to do here. <laughs> I'll tell you That's this. What... Watching the documentary, I, I kid you not, and everyone's talking about his greatness and like, wow, what a move. And I was like, wait a minute, but that was all four people. Yeah. yeah. So no, at it was, one point, I my, saw my, one of your teammates my, hit the rim, and I was like, he's just happy to be in the play. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't until <laughs> he, uh, it wasn't until he beat the, 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 the Lakers. Me and my dad would go at it. I was Jordan all day, Angel. Like, I was Jordan, Jordan. And my dad's argument, which it always stood up, was one man can't beat five. So my dad was always like, <laughs> the, the knock, and they hit on a little bit. And Brad definitely knows this. The whole knock, like, all you heard nonstop. If Twitter and social media existed back then, it'd probably be like, just, you would have to mute it. But he can't make his teammates better. That literally where that phrase came from. Like he's yeah, great, but he can't make, like my dad was like, he throws thirty five. He can do this. Like my dad would like throw it in my face. My, I'm a little kid. He's like, until he can win like Magic and Bird and make his be better, like he'll never right. be great. And so, and he was, and he, he was Ricky. He wasn't being malicious either. He only trusted himself, right? right. And not really maligning anybody, but you really maligning people in a, in a roundabout way. I'm only going to, I trust my, basically that I trust myself more than I trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. Right? And so Doug said into that, Doug kept feeding the ball like that, go ahead, Mike, do your thing. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> my next question, what was it? I, 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 I can't tell you a number time, 24 seconds shot clock, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mike told when he, we used to change the point when three or four people running at him, right? He gets locked up sometimes, right? He'll feed you the ball, Angel, with like two seconds with a shot. Oh, okay, get it up. <laughs> And, and, then, and then when you two for seven, they're like, look at he can't shoot. <laughs> he was playing hot potato. That was my next question. Like, what is a, what is, what is a huddle like? Like, what was a huddle like? Was he like, hey, just just get a ball back to Mike? Like, Here. The one, but I would tell you this. But that's just how we played. I mean, so I don't think anybody was really beefing on it, but it's just how we play. Now, was it like we used to play? No. I mean, we're, so the thing we – that's the system that was designed. That's on – and here. The fever crowds that used to come see us play, that's what they wanted to see. They wanted to see that. Uh, can I give you a story real quick? No, that's, that's what <laughs> please, we were going to tell you. Please, yeah, please. please. Hey, sorry. You're going to get a kick out of this one. We're playing in, uh, we're playing the Hawks, Angel, mm. in the exhibition game at, at, <laughs> in, in, in uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. And we are me, Pip, because we would go big. Here's our lineup. When we were going big, Guy would run the one, Mike would run the two, I'd run the three, Horace Graham run the four, and Carter would run the five. Jeez. So we were young, tall, and athletic, right? So we out pressing the Hawks. And Pip, myself, and Jordan out at half court tra- pressing, trapping, and Mike gets a steal. Now, as we're breaking the other way, I'm ahead because there's nobody back but us three, right? It's just us three. And I'm ahead. You know the rule, team, the rules. Your teammate is ahead. What do you do? Deliver the ball up, right? And let that person make the layup. They for you to make the layup. Just dribble past <laughs> them and make the layup, right? <laughs> so we get the steal. I'm ahead. My, I'm ahead by a lot. <laughs> Mike kept the ball. <laughs> So now he literally he passes you. I'm telling you what, that's my friend. 
Because we all get young, we just we were having fun. I mean, that's my guy, right? He 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 drills fast, and he reared for what the people on the street. He was a big dunk in, in Carolina, right? We get into the locker room after the game. We beat the Hawks. Sorry, Angel, we beat the Hawks. <laughs> I, I, I kind of figured that out. <laughs> we go to the locker room. Scotty says, Mike, MJ, why you ain't passed up all of the bread? Brad was ahead of you. <laughs> And if you can see, because he got real, uh, real, real uh, uh, shady, real comments. He'll give you a shady comment in a minute, right? That's his thing. Like, you tell Beretta, they like, yeah, alcoholic. Right, right. <laughs> well, he's right. an alcoholic. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. He's saying it in jet, right? Well, so he tells Scotty, you see that? Pass the ball up to Brad. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. These people didn't come here to see Brad dump. They came to see me dump. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, no come to, ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. So he gave me that. Right. <laughs> and you probably just sitting there like, well, yeah, he's right. He got a point. Oh, I like that. Rick, I'll take a shot first. That's what I said. He right. <laughs> he right. <laughs> maybe it's different, it's different if I was at Ohio State, maybe. <laughs> I guess it's Carolina. I guess it's like that. <laughs> no, he still wouldn't. He's like, yeah, I just walked away. We're like, okay. We're <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Do you? I tell you, crazy. I have one question. Yeah. The timing of this is so interesting. Yeah. Why now for Jordan? Like you've been around him, you or just what you think? Like why well, I, at this point? Well, here that's a very good question, right? Because. He wasn't like this at the beginning. He wasn't talkative like this. He wouldn't hold because now we refer to this. Oh, you holding court now? He holding court now, right? Because I think his age—he's at the point where he feel like talking about it now, right? Some of the stuff he wants to get beyond him, right? He wants to be—you know—he wants to be Angel. He want—you know—you want to put layers of the onion back. Mm-hmm. This is who I am, right? He's tired now, right? And so the Isaiah thing I know is bothering forever, right? The Krause thing bothering forever, right? And you never really get him out here. You never, he's never the type of guy that's going to go on a limb, right? Right? This is more limbish <laughs> than I've ever seen him be, ever, right? And you know, sometimes you just clearing the, you just clearing the deck, right? And so when they first said, some people not going to like me after this thing, right? Because I feel this thing going to get wild. Oh, I hope so. And here. And here. we are ready. Look, look. There's look, nothing look. else to do. Look, look. <laughs> you see, they see, they see they keep their, a glass of cognac next to them. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. We're just it's, waiting for that it's, moment. It's stay full. Like, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's stay full. <laughs> look, and that's what I said. You said, I said, I gave you two reasons. Watch it for revisionist history doesn't occur here. And the second thing was, make sure there's a knife in my back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How, how hard was it for him? Because you weren't his pick. He he didn't want, he wanted Dawkins, no, right? No, he wanted Dawkins because Dawkins was represented by his agent. Okay. Right? That's what happened, right? And it was just it was all messed up, right? Because... <laughs> it's all messed up because Krause I thought I was going to Detroit which was two picks later that was a done deal because I didn't go to New York 
for the draft. Mm-hmm. Ron Harper, I would only two days and go. We stayed at home with our parents, right? Because we wanted them to experience everybody, not just your parents, the two tickets you got, but everybody experienced it. Mm-hmm. So the Detroit uh, TV stations were at my house, ready to bro- broadcast outside, ready to go live. Wow. <laughs> and so Krause called me in the morning, and he said, just stay by your phone because he might make a move here. And I said, okay. You know, I was like, okay, I don't care, right? I didn't know the background, what was going on. And so what had happened, Dawkins, Johnny Dawkins was having a great career at Duke, right? And so they felt like, you know, they got the same age. felt like it's going to be a nice backcourt, Johnny Dawkins and Michael Jordan, right? And so they set that up in Chicago. That was Chicago people had expected to be done on that day, right? Except for, Klaus had different ideas. Problem is, you didn't just spell the narrative, right? So when I walk in the door, right? When I walk in the door, you know, this is always, this is the bubble in the air, right? And then uh, it just really, from that standpoint, from that standpoint, <laughs> it just was crazy because I'm like, why are we on this, right? Where, where, where are we on this? Why are we still on this, right? And so the, the good thing was you're able to have some perseverance to it. And I always tell people, I mean, it's, it, it, you have to work through everything. You have to work through everything, right? Everything not going to be the rosy place that, that, you know, you hope it to be in the beginning. You got to try to work towards some, some betterment of the situation. But it was, it was crazy, right? It was, it was real crazy because I was like, really? I was like, this is what I walked into. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask for this thing. I was set to go to Detroit. <laughs> How crazy! When I saw Detroit win the first two championships, I was like, "That's my ring." <laughs> wow. wow, those are my guys. I love the bad boys. How crazy would life have been if they had social media cell phones when you guys played? Oh, it'd been crazy. <laughs> some of the kids here, some of the stuff, right? Yeah, man, this was a different time, right? That's, no, that's, a, time, that's the story. We, that's the story we wanted. The one you just you, you was about to talk. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Adrian, that was the one we wanted. That was the one. It's a different time. <laughs> That was the one. It was right there. He was like, it's a different mm. time. Yeah, it's a different time. <laughs> I would tell you, social media wasn't social media is not doing anybody any justice now. <laughs> That's the truth, right? So back then, all the stuff that you have to deal with today, it wasn't really no rules. Very few rules, right? Very few rules, right? And so. The things that that just this, this society did were totally different, right? So, right. yeah, it's much easier to catch it on the camera, put it out there, like blase, 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 right? Because you can tell there's so many different things going on here. Like, uh, and that's what I'm waiting to see here, right? Because they found some clips in the first two that I didn't even know existed, right? Mm-hmm. Some commentary clips, and I was like, "How much more do you have?" Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, how much more do you really have? See, because I feel like this at the end. Oh, it got real snarly up in Chicago. Yeah. And I think they're leading to that. Mm-hmm. Right? And because, you know, he left out of there and went and played for the Wizards. Right. The Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Wizards. And at that point, hey, do you remember him playing for the Wizards? I do. It was unfortunate. No, it didn't he was make a mere, sense. He was a mere shell of himself. Yeah. It, it didn't make sense. He's a mere shell of himself, right? And to this thing, I can tell you this. 
Has Michael ever been back to Chicago? I don't think so. That's mm. I don't. I can't recall if he's ever been back. Put it like this: if the fact that we can't. He's still trying to sell his house. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that big huge thing out of the birds. Yeah, yeah. Jokingly, 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 jokingly. My dad says it. He's ill and he's trying to make it right with the Lord because <laughs> he's, he's doing Jordan because he's doing more yeah, yeah. talking. He's doing more donating. He's donating money and stuff that he's yeah. never done. He's never like that was yeah. a big knock on him too, Angel. That he never cared yeah. about. His shoes, people were getting, it was a big thing because black boys in the oh. hood were getting killed for his shoes and he wouldn't donate. Right. The, the, the famous line was, uh, Republicans buy my shoes too or something to that degree they yeah, asked yeah, him. Yeah. About no, that no. Thing. Honestly, I don't like him as a person. I will say that oh. and I'm going to stand by it. Oh, okay. However, <laughs> I love him as a player. Like, you got you respect his game, but the things but, that, the stories yeah, yeah. you heard about him off the court, I was like, no. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he ain't Jesus Christ, right? So the one thing I the one thing I tell you is I tell you this, and I'm I'm, I'm being I'm, I'm trying to be I'm being 100 percent honest, with you, right? I've seen the bad, I've seen the good, right? And the business I'm in now is I I, I only be able to, I'm able to survive and prosper because I pride myself in being able to working with people with a good soul, right? That boy inside him got a good soul. He comes with good parents, right? You can tell that, right? And I have seen it. I have experienced it. It's not that I didn't watch it out of a corner, right? Some relationships that he and I have at times, I've seen him bear his soul, right? Mm-hmm. He's human just like the rest of us, right? And at, at his core, at his core, he's a good person, right? Has he done everything right? Hell no. But who has, right? I'm gonna just tell you, like there's some people that I do business with out here sometime or have interacted with. They're not good people. Mm-hmm. They're not, right? A lot of guys I play with wasn't good people. He's a good person, right? And to your point, Richie, he, I said peeling layers of the onion, but he might be trying to cleanse his soul. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. We got six more episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, I'm, I'm, so it's not making himself. himself yeah, it's not right. making himself. Uh, uh, or reminding people that he's better than LeBron. It's not that at all. <laughs> well, here, Ooh, anybody you, here? We was coming here. Anybody that saw it, there's no comparison. There's <laughs> <laughs> not. And this ain't, this ain't yeah. taking another place from LeBron. Yeah. There is no comparison between them two. Because you know, they ask me all the time. No comparison. So my, my, that's not saying Lamar's a great player. There's no comparison. I, Why? That Jordan kid is a killer. <laughs> so I'm definitely not X and O, so I don't want to even compete with with both of y'all knowledge of the game. But my my thing has always been Jordan's better, right? However, in year 17 or whatever it is, Lebron, this is crazy what he's doing. Oh, that's crazy what he's doing. So that <laughs> aspect to me is is like. Uh, like we got to throw that longevity in there to to to, to quantify it to me, because he. Well, but you got to you got to Ricky got to remember now. They got all these machines. They got high tech training. They doing all. We were doing that. We were going to McDonald's for pregame. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me that in the seventies, like Mike, Angel, give they, me the, uh, Mike, give me the Big Mac. So I'll get to the, I'll get in the parking lot in the locker room. <laughs> they was they, it's crazy. Players would smoke like in the seventies in the locker room at halftime. <laughs> Or drink a beer. That's that's oh, no. It's just like he would drink a beer before the game. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> they had a tote 
They had a couple of beers on the floor. <laughs> you know who took the beers out of the locker room? Who? You want to know this, sir? Mm-mm. Scott, uh, Scott, um, Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp? So Sean, Kim was, Sean Kim was 18, 19 years old, right? You had to be 21 to drink, right? Yeah. So afterwards, out of every pro, pro uh, locker room, there was a rule there had to be a tub full of beers for the player to get on the way out the door. <laughs> well, they found Sean taking the beers, putting them in his bag. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> And voila, no more beers. <laughs> Yo, I'm sure they hated him. <laughs> Cities hated him. Like, bro, you can go get beer at your own. Like, why? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Brad, I don't want to hold you. I got, I got one more question for you. I, I, I don't know if you have any, but um, you can say no comment. Did Michael go play baseball because he wanted to? I think he had just, you know, his, his uh, father just passed away. I think, Ricky, I just really think that he just got fed up with it, right? It's a, here, let me tell you something. It's a, it's more than a notion to be him. More than a notion. Let me tell you how, some of the more than a notion. I would ask him sometimes, you know, I mean, he and I would have some side conversations, you know, because I'm inquisitive like that. Mm-hmm. I like him. This is where he got married. How do you, how do you do it? How do you go to the, how do you go to the grocery store? Uh, Jewel Osco, the grocery store in Chicago. How do you go to Jewel, uh, get your food? He said, because anywhere we went was pandemonium. He couldn't walk in a place without his mother. Couldn't go in, because we were flying commercial. You couldn't go in no here. He had to come there with security just to clear the way, right? And so, he said, Brad, that's what I have to do. I'll call the supermarket, 10 minutes before they close. And tell them I need to get some groceries. And the manager and some employees would stay over, stay open, uh, to make sure let me shop. And I would tip them uh, just so I could shop. But everything he did was like that. So can you imagine? Mm-hmm. This is <laughs> this is thirty some odd years living like that. Uh-huh. I mean, someplace we could <laughs> we played an exhibition game in St. Louis, right? So Scotty, Sam, Vincent, and myself, we we get there a day early. I mean, we're not sitting in this hotel. The mall is down the street. Let's go to the mall. Well, MJ, otherwise known as the Black Cat, <laughs> the Black Cat says, "I don't want to stay here. I want to go to the mall with you guys." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Oh hell no! You ain't going to the mall with us because you ain't going to cause a commotion." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "We, you going to cause a commotion? It's going to be a problem." He's like, no, I'm not. I said, well, the only way if you put on your Jordan stuff and I'm going to need you to put on this baseball cap and gang it to the side like we hood. <laughs> <laughs> I said, and tie them Jordans too so they can flop around. <laughs> put these glasses on. And he did it. And we walked around that St. Louis Mall for a good hour before one kid recognized him. Then it was on and popping. It was like it was like a stampede. We're like, out the door, let's go. <laughs> wow. So can you imagine living like that every day? Nah. It, it takes a toll on you. So maybe that's why he's trying to trying to set the record straight. <laughs> maybe the things he wanted to say, he couldn't say. Maybe he feel like he can say them now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would imagine it's hard not being able to control your own narrative, especially for years, you know? Well, you know, here. And notice, in, in any profession, 
everybody not in your not in your corner. Mm-hmm. Everybody not team MJ. Right? They're not <laughs> right. And the more you get, the more <laughs> the more the more haters you got coming your way. You know the deal. <laughs> right? yeah. And so maybe this is just some kind of clear way, right? Because cause at at the end at the end of time, you know, we we don't know how this thing's gonna end. But I would just say this. When I look back at over these years, what hell of a ride. <laughs> hell of a ride. That's perfect. That's so perfect. We're just trying to make it out of the quarantine. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. You know, I got I got to go back here and fight coronavirus. <laughs> we're just hoping to see a game or two. Yeah, yeah I was say the, the good old days. We we could watch basketball, man. Those were the days. Ricky, I just got out. I just got out. I just got out. Said mom, because you know they governor just opened it up on Monday. So when you come to the door on Monday, like let's see you. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Well, that's the rea- that's the reality of this thing. <laughs> This has um, been so phenomenal. Like, thank you so much for joining us. Like, these stories, as I told you before, like, we could listen to for hours and hours and hours. So thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. No problem. How about the nose, though? Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. I forever will be a fangirl of Coach Ham. I don't think he ages. This is true. Um, but I'm <laughs> such a fan of theirs. Um, went to go see the guys play at Pitt. They lost at Pitt. Um, uh-huh. But see why all those guys they 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 are family. Like I talk uh-huh. to them, they are family. And even the <laughs> women get into the championship game, the ACC uh-huh. tournament. And then uh-huh. obviously we couldn't see what they were going to do in the NCAA tournament. But um, always fam, always um, you know I got a little uh, spear. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a little similar yeah. spear tatted on me, yeah. like a reminder. That's all right. Um, I got you all them. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like, I almost we almost headed to Tallahassee, but I was like, nah, we gonna go to College Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, you, we, we we big ten people. <laughs> uh, well, my sister coached at um, Purdue for thirteen years. Oh, so yeah. just well, believe every time we had the Big Ten ACC tournament or the challenge, yeah. I was you like, mean, Man, we was almost headed to Indiana. Well, I no, I <laughs> what I signed there, and I tried to get. <laughs> I know you did. Real quick. <laughs> I was like, let me out now. You know, Ricky, the Ricky, tell you, Ricky will tell you, one of the people are going to do their homework. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we, yeah, yeah. We do our homework. Yeah. That's one thing. You know, exactly and I was like, I'm out. Like, I could, like, I didn't, I think that I was more loyal to the soil. Like, I was loyal to my sister being a coach yeah. there. Yeah, I got you. And she was only there for a year. And then right. I was like, I knew I sort of went to part Like, it was <laughs> before that. It was UTA and Vanderbilt. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. dang, how can I commit to them but still go on my visit? But they found oh, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so honestly, you know how like, it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that whole recruiting experience mm-hmm. was unbelievable. But unbelievable. I just knew the style of play in the ACC. Like, really had just won it with Chrissy Tolliver and then yeah, yeah. being great and North Carolina being great and going against that history and being a part of a program where you can say, we were the first to do this. Come That's on, we're in the final, girl. Come on, quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> quit playing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, quit playing. Tell them, tell them you, you basketball royalty over there. You better, they better no, know. Somebody know better know what's happening. They better know what's happening. Well, Rick, you want to play one-on-one. We'll figure it out. Uh, Rick, Rick. Don't do it, Rick. Come on now. Mooresville. Come on. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. It's going to be one to nothing. It's going to be one to nothing. We're going to come back and win. Yeah, 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 I'm going to figure it out. All we do, all we do is win, win, win. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Come on, Brad. I, on pure skill, no, I ain't never been the smartest or the fastest, but I'm going to figure it out. Come on now.
Come on. I'm going to find a hoop. That man got a doctor and a lawyer for a yeah. sister. Come on now. I'm going to find a hoop. I'm going to find a hoop. I'm going to find a hoop with some, uh, with some, with some, I'm going to go weeks before in practice. The rim ain't going to be official. I'm going to figure it out. We're going to play on my terms. Oh, yeah. Parents, parents are the Parents are the sweetest. <laughs> hey man, they, they they're texting me now, man, Brad. They 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 love you. They love they love you to death, man. I, I sometimes I'm jealous because right now I'm like, am I going to interview Brad? You like tell him? I say, man, you just talked to him yesterday. She said, well, just tell him again. <laughs> We're so proud of him. Tell him Smith is looking out for me. Yes, he does. Like, listen, we just we just good old folks around the way. That's all. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm proud when of you, man. I'm proud over. of you. When this well, is all over, I definitely want to get Larry because I told um, Larry Senior. <clears throat> Yeah. So we were supposed to get together and just like grab dinner or something like that. It would be great yeah. um, for you to join us and just like just kind yeah, of just, let, and... just let me know. Brad, you golf? Do you golf? Yeah, oh. I golf too. Because Angel's nice with it. Angel, golf. legend. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I not good. Yeah. Oh, right. I was out there with Campy. Oh, then that's good to go. Then that's all we know. Campy uh, and BJ. Night. Oh, look at him. look at Campy and BJ. Camp, camp family, camp family in full effect. Full effect. That's I love it. All right, I like, hey, I like, that's, my, that's my family. That's my family now. Yeah, they see me better than the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Brad? That's, hey, my, that's my last question. The Bulls still think me pretty good. I, I forgot. Like, that's my last question. That's my last question for you. That's my last question, and I swear I'm done. This is my last question. And answer honestly. Are you proud of that moment, or is it a sense of, like, sadness for Cleveland at that moment? I'm proud of it because oh, we were able to do some things that, you know. No, I'm talking game, about the shot, I mean, just the shot. You, so you yeah, you felt okay making us all 20,000 people. My I'm dad okay is still sad. It, right? Jesus. I'm okay with it, right? I'm okay with Did, did, did I think about the people of Cleveland afterward? I absolutely did. Right? I did. Because I know everything that we've been through. Right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, son, you're on the other side of this thing. I'm like, <laughs> I like him on the other side of things. I told somebody the other day, I said, listen, I had to go back to Chicago. <laughs> My clothes are there. <laughs> but I would like to go out. But, Brad, I'm saying, okay, you pass the ball and he misses it. You're good. Like, you literally said it single-handed. That shot messed up the city of Cleveland. My dad literally has not watched the dock. He won't watch the dock. Hey, he said, Rick, he, Rick, he Rick, said Rick. what he said. <laughs> Rick, I did my part. <sighs> right. <laughs> and and my Dwayne did it through the tape. He ran through the tape. I'm going to give you this form <laughs> and, right now. And poor Elo. Do you want to yeah. say sorry to I Cleveland? Feel bad for crazy. Do you want to say sorry to Cleveland? Who? Do you want to say sorry? I don't want to say sorry to Cleveland. I'm here. I'm not. No, I'm not. I can't say sorry to Cleveland. <laughs> I can say this. You want to say sorry to I me? Like, God. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't understand. You don't, you don't know what it's like to hear your dad curse for the first time ever. I, I don't even remember the aftermath. I just looked at my dad and said, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. Here. Here. Well, as, you, as you guys, as we all depart here, let's say, let me clear. My mother was the biggest Cavalier fan ever. Ask Austin and Kent, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? So even she thought about it. <laughs> Like, I'm happy we won, but, oh, man. I'm telling you now, Brad. Everybody's conflicted. If this was social media times, Brad, I would have been, oh, I would have threw some hate. I would have been all your Twitter, Instagram. I would have turned Twitter off so fast. I would have made a fake Brad account. IG wouldn't be on. No, I would have made a fake Brad account. They said something about you. Oh, did they? Really? Oh, I would have gave it to you. Look, I'm on mute. 
<laughs> I'm on mute. <laughs> I'm on mute. I should go tell Charles up that. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Like, I literally watched it. I don't know oh, why man. I did it, man. But I, actually, this is a great conclusion. Were, were you a Cleveland fan, good. though? Like, Cavs, Browns? Man, I, grew the, I grew up with the Cavaliers. Okay. Oh, man, I'm a Cleveland fan through and through. Okay. Right? I, I wanted my man. I wanted I wanted Rob to take my man from Oklahoma. Yeah. Huh. Sure did. Because you know why? I want you some competition. <laughs> I want you. I want you walking in here thinking that this is your job. <laughs> I need somebody to push you to make you better. I'm tired of. You, I'm tired of the commercials. Let's start with the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We got a window of opportunity here. What are we gonna do? Don't get me started. I've been here. Don't get me started. Angel knows. I've seen I the Mesa pitch, baby. I've seen the, the Mesa pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've been around. Okay, Brad. I, uh... I love it. I've been around. That's the perfect way. <laughs> I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to drink today. Let me get this bottle. <sighs> okay. Anyway, Brad. Thank you so much. All right, people. Good people. Thank you All so right, you much, take Brad. Care. Appreciate I'm gonna it. I'm going to get out of here and fight, 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 fight the good fight out here. All right. <laughs> you do your thing. All right. Thank you, you guys. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Um, he's the best. So, in, no, we're recording right now. So, in conclusion, uh, people have been hitting me up because we have not been getting words of wisdom. So, I'm going to let you take it on this one. Yeah, we haven't done we haven't done one in literally uh, since we were in person. Yeah, it's it's, it's no. oh no, yeah, yeah. it literally been blowing. People been blowing me up that they right, feel well, wisdomless. They feel wisdomless. Right. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna look it up now? From no, no, no. I'm ready. I, I don't just whatever. And when is this airing? Uh, uh, as in like tomorrow, which is today. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Let's go. Okay. Hmm. I, I know you're still Hello. there. Okay, because <laughs> my phone, my phone's still sitting so, there. I was like, dang. All right, so I guess I just go in here just a uh, ha ha. Uh, words of wisdom. Okay. Uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, so say fifty words of wisdom. See, it's a lot different when you got to do it, right? See, you was all yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I gave you a hot for twenty three weeks. Right, I gave you some hot. You did. Or cold. All right. Oh, I see what you did there. So, um, in these trying times. Oh, here we go. Wear your mask or lose your ass. Oh, Be safe that's a good. Did you sing it? Just off the off rip, off the. That off was the not. Dome. That's a t-shirt. Really? Say it again. Make sure you hit it right. Go. Wear your mask or lose your ass. Mm. Be safe, my friend. Okay, that's Angel Gray. I'm Ricky Smith, right now podcasting. Thank you so much, Angel. You be safe. I know your mental is a little weak right now, but you... you I'm shaking. Okay, well, don't be stirred. <laughs> <laughs> Bit not broken. Yo, I genuinely miss you, though, man. I, I, I miss you. Like, I miss I miss your energy, and it, it's I, I know that... Um, this is rough for you because you're used to outside uh, approval. You're used to going places and people are like, oh, my God, Angel's here. Oh, my God. Oh, that is totally you, first off. <laughs> and it's funny because the last time we were out, we went to grab tacos and you were like, some guy was like, hey, aren't you the random actor kind of guy? You're like, yeah, that's me. You're like, oh, that's so cool. He walks over, you're like, I hate being known. I was like, Ricky, you're eating this shit up. I don't want to, <laughs> to hear it, Ricky. You love it. That don't even you, sound you like me. You I hate race. being I love known. It. Go for it. <laughs> I hate being known. <laughs> like, what the f- I hate him. That don't even sound like me. 
And on that note, Angel, I hope you uh, enjoy yourself and you don't get any viruses. Me too. I hope same thing. You you stay safe, right? Oh, I'm safe. I don't know what I would do if I had to watch your uh, funeral online. All right, yeah. Wow. Considering I have a birthday in four days, uh, that was <laughs> morbid. Uh, you wouldn't go? You wouldn't go? We can't. No, I could get eight people. I'll be a part of the eight? Yeah, you would. Oh, see, now I'm, now I'm about to cry. Well, is my family included? Take my I family out. Take so. my family out. Take my family out. No, take my family out. Soon they're not in it. You're, you're, you're my eight. You're my eight. I'll put you in my eight. I appreciate that. I'll put you in my Real eight. talk. Real talk about eight. And I have six brothers and sisters. And for excluding them, you'd be a part of my eight. Are you serious? Yeah, you up it. Bruh. You might be seven, but you in there. No, I'm, no, let me tell you something about me. As long as I'm in there, I don't care where my place was in life. <laughs> I'm not one of them dudes like, no, just, are we in? Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Uh, well, I just want to say uh, I want to d- just give a special uh, shout out to myself that this is the birthday podcast. So thank you, Angel, for giving me that shout yeah, out. That we love. need <clears throat> happy birthday, Ricky. Had I known, I would have sung something no, or no, 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 had no, no, a no, better. No, 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 no. We're good. We're play good. the harmonica, no, something fine. because real talk. Your birthday is a big, big day. Like is, you do so much for everybody else, yeah. and I know that you make it about yourself a lot. So yeah. the fact that you actually have a day where you yeah. can do that and everyone's not annoyed by it, I think we're really um, not looking forward to it, but we're excited. About you know it. the sad thing about my birthday is I tell people, and you know this firsthand, I tell people that every day is my birthday, literally, that on my birthday, oh my. most people don't believe it's my real birthday. True story. Well, and here we are. But every year I go to Vegas. Uh, I'm not going this year, but I'm actually uh, working on something. You're invited, as you know this, but I'm doing a private dinner. Oh, so I'm re-invited because you uninvited me on Twitter, but okay. I did. Um, In front of all my friends. Yeah, because you had you had some jokes. You had jokes. Uh, I'm doing a private dinner at my favorite restaurant, and we actually have some. I hired a DJ. I hired security. I actually hired also a um, photographer for Zoom. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No. That's the, probably the, guys the easiest in- cash he's gonna make. Oh, I'm not paying them. That ain't nothing but a screenshot. Yeah, no, I'm, okay, I'm cool. Vir- that's, you know what? that's no, great. I'm virtually paying them. <laughs> the Apple Pay? What are talking about being? Oh, virtually. I didn't think about that. Damn, I did. <laughs> virtually paying him. Okay. All right. On that note, uh, Red Nights Podcasting, thanks for listening. I don't know what episode this is, but uh, that was good. Next week, we will have actually probably uh, probably a Knicks player, probably Grant Anthony or something. I think I think we're rolling with this Jordan stuff. Yeah, we have. We, I mean, nothing else to do. Yeah. Tell us who you guys went on in reason. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, Angel. <laughs> <laughs>